This is the July 2021 bonus episode of the Master of None podcast. This month, we are back to our normal three items for the monthly bonus episode. If you're new to the podcast, each month we have a bonus episode and we cover a tip, a book recommendation, and some sort of monthly personal challenge. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Our tip this month is how to light a match. Now that might actually sound like something really simple, but I'm going to give you a method that might be a little less frustrating for you if you've ever struggled to light a match. So oftentimes, and I should say I use the same method whether I'm striking a normal wood match, a strike anywhere wood match, or even a paper match. The paper matches can be a little tricky because the the actual shaft of the match is basically made of that really thin cardboard. So if you don't hold it properly, it's it's really easy to bend that cardboard. So the question is like, do I hold it closer to the match head and strike it and risk burning my fingers or what? So I'm going to give you a method for lighting a match that's going to make you look like a real professional when you do strike a match. And it eliminates some of those issues like bending that, that paper match in half. Also, as you light the match, it comes into a natural position where your hand is actually cupped around the flame, giving it just a little bit of protection from the wind if you're outdoors. So, in my opinion, this is the best way to strike a match. I will I will now enlighten you on my match striking method. Now, in my hand now, I'm going to demonstrate this with just a standard wood match. Like I said, same method if it's a paper match, especially for paper matches, because it's really going to help you. Now, what I do is I'm going to pinch, and just just so we're all clear here, we're gonna call we're gonna call this the head. That's the part that you actually strike, the shaft, and I don't know the opposite end. Let's call that the tail. So, so the opposite end from the head, we're going to call the tail of the match. I'm going to pinch the tail between my thumb and forefinger of my right hand. I'm then going to take my striker, which usually comes on the box of matches or on the book of matches. If we're striking a paper match, I'm going to hold that in my left hand oriented in a way so that it is pointed toward or away from my body, not across my body. So it's pointed toward my chest. I'm, I'm then going to take my middle finger of my right hand and actually place my middle finger on the match head itself. Now what I'm going to do is place the match head on the striker plate and draw it toward my body. As I do that, I'm going to lift my middle finger off of the match head and turn my my hand to point palm toward my body and that gives you what you end up with is a nice cup in your hand giving you that wind protection and you're still holding the match by the tail so it's not like you light the match and then you have to wiggle your fingers down away from the burning part to keep from getting burnt so let me go ahead and demonstrate this pick the match up by the tail pinching it between my thumb and forefinger place my middle finger on the match head striker is oriented toward my body and I'm going to strike the match just like this. It flares up. I have a nice cup protecting it from any wind. And I'm already holding it by the tail where I can't get burned. Okay, let's go ahead and blow that one out. 
and then anytime that you're lighting a match, especially in your home. Now, if it's a campfire, I'm just going to toss the match into the campfire when I'm done with it because it's going to burn up. If I'm lighting a candle or something in my home, I'm then going to douse the the extinguished match in water. I don't know if you could hear that, but it actually made a little little when I stuck it in the water, telling me that it was still actually very hot. Now, after I douse it in water, I'm actually just going to set it on the, I actually set them on the back edge of my kitchen sink in the, in the, in the kitchen, obviously. So douse it and set it there. And I'll just leave it there until I come back to it, maybe the next morning or several hours later, and then I'll throw it away. Because you would be surprised how many people actually burn their house down, tossing what they believe to be a fully extinguished match into their trash can. And that match may still have a little ember in it that once it's in that trash can and it has fuel next to it that it can heat up, and then at some point all of that ignites and your whole trash can is on fire. And hopefully you're there so that you can see this going on. Grab your fire extinguisher, which you should be keeping in your kitchen, and extinguish the fire. But even better, don't toss that match into your trash can to begin with. Douse it in water, set it aside for at least several hours before you toss it in your trash can. So let's do this, I don't know, two more times just to review how to strike this match. So I have another match. Grasp the tail between my thumb and forefinger. Middle finger on the head, striker oriented toward my body. Place the match, the match head as far from me as possible on that striker. I'm going to draw it toward me to strike the match. Perfect light every time. You look like a professional. You have that cupped in your hand. And then extinguish it in water. Well... I usually blow it out and then douse it in water to cool it off and then set it aside. So one more time, last match, thumb and forefinger grip the tail of the match, middle finger on the match head. And just to reiterate, as I draw the match over the striker plate, I pull the match away from my middle finger. If you keep your middle finger on the match head, you're going to burn your middle finger. Keep it on there just enough so that the actual pressure that you're applying, because you have to apply some pressure to the match to get it to strike. And if you do that by by applying pressure with your, your thumb and forefinger to the tail, even on a wood match, you could break the match. So the actual pressure comes from your middle finger, which is actually resting right on the back of that match head. So let's do this one more time. Grip the tail, thumb and forefinger, middle finger on the match head, onto the striker, draw it toward myself. And look, again, we have a perfectly lit match every time, and you're already holding it in a perfect position with that slight cup of your hand protecting it from the wind. You don't have to worry about burning your fingers because you're already holding it by the tail. Okay, let's blow this one out. Douse it in water. Set it aside for now. I will dispose of those matches several hours from now after I'm 100% confident that I'm not going to burn my house down. It's not worth burning your house down just to throw a match in the trash can. Okay, so there's your, your tip for the month. Next, 
The book recommendation for this month is All the Pretty Horses by Cormac McCarthy. Now, this book is set in 1948, and 16-year-old John Grady Cole has grown up on a ranch in Texas. And the book follows his, I would say, adventures and misadventures south of the border in Mexico. And this is definitely a standalone book. You could absolutely read it on its own. But if you enjoy the book, it's actually the first book in a trilogy, the Border Trilogy, which includes the second book, The Crossing, and the final book, Cities of the Plain. So the book recommendation for this month, though, is All the Pretty Horses. Now, some other well-known books by this author, Cormac McCarthy, that you may have heard of are Blood Meridian, The Road, and No Country for Old Men. One thing that I really like about this book and about Cormac McCarthy in general is he just has a way of making his characters uniquely believable. And a lot of that... The way that I might express that is as you're reading the book, if you've ever met someone who is like this character, this character says things that you would actually expect that person to say. Maybe that's not a great way of describing it, but um, read the book and I think you'll see what I mean. Finally, the challenge for this month is to do something you've never done before. And I'm going to run through just some ideas. And as I run through this list, if any of these are things that you've never done, maybe that's your thing this month that you're going to find a way to do. And it's going to be something you've never done before. So go fishing, spend the night outdoors, start a campfire, sharpen a knife, read a book in one sitting, shoot a gun, swim in the ocean, Shoot a bow. Swim in a lake. Take a scuba lesson. Spend an hour in total silence in nature. Send a handwritten letter to someone. Even better, include some drawings in the margins. Ride a horse. Ride in a hot air balloon. Or ride in a boat. Those are just some ideas for you. If, if any of those things are things that you've never done, maybe that'll give you some ideas where you could get started. Otherwise, maybe you have your own idea and you're like, you know, I've never done this thing. Well, go out and do that this month, sometime in July. So just to reiterate real quick, we had our pro tip, how to light a match, the book, All the Pretty Horses by Cormac McCarthy, and the challenge, do something this month that you have never done before. That's all I have for this month. I will catch up with you next month. Bye.